0: Okay, hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Canopy World Podcast. It's me. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a hot minute, but we back in here. This will be the first episode of August because July was just a lot. Didn't have time, energy to record, but now we're back. I'm going to try better in August. I'm going to try better in August. Uh, but this is the first episode of August. And it is a movie review, and a word, for the movie Space Jam 2, which came out July something, mid-July, came out mid-July. So, you know, I always got the notes. (laughs) But first, we're going to pray, and then we're going to jump right into it. So, Heavenly Father, God, thank you, Lord, for this time. Pray that you will use it, and it will be glorifying unto you. I pray this in your Son, Jesus' name, amen. So, Space Jam 2: A New Legacy. It was starring LeBron James as opposed to Michael Jordan, but it did have Michael B. Jordan in there, which was which was funny. But uh, so yeah, the plot in the movie. The this is this, this is just a really quick, very limited detail plot summary of the movie. It says a rogue artificial intelligence kidnaps the son of famed basketball player LeBron LeBron James, who then has to work with Bugs Bunny. To win a basketball game um, to save his son. And and also anybody who was watching the game. So the, the artificial intelligence, his name was Algae Rhythm. <laughs> As like algorithm, algae rhythm. Anyway. Um, so yeah, Algae Rhythm. And uh, he was he hide, he like kidnaps LeBron and his son in the movie. And his son is like a gamer and he forces his son to he like he coerces his son rather um the son's name was dom coerces algae coerces dom into like creating this, bas- this um into well see now if i talk i'm talking too much already i'm giving away giving away the the things that i'm going to talk about so let's just let's just let me focus let me focus and if i'm looking back and forth it's because the camera is right here but my face is right here so it's like i'm trying to decide what i should look at but it's okay. And then for people who are listening on the podcast, she's got to hear me ramble for a little bit so I get I get my footing. But we're going to get there. But real quick, so uh, overall, it was good. It was entertaining. It was enjoyable. It was a kids movie with throwbacks to the original Space Jam for the adults in the room. But it was for children. So a lot of the, like, the acting, the jokes, a lot of the stuff was... For children, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't it, it? wasn't going any over anybody's head. It was like, oh, that was kind of, it's kind of childish. But it was a kids' movie. It was like PG-13, I think. So it was for ch- it was for young people, young people, most people who did not grow up on Space Jam. Um, so it was it was it was entertaining. It wasn't out of this world, but it was not. It wasn't bad by by any means. It was it was worth the watch. If you have HBO Max, by all means, take the two hours, watch it, and just. Enjoy the nostalgia that'll bring you. That's all I can say. Well, that's not all I'm gonna say, but that's that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna leave you with. It was good. Um, IMDb gave it a 4.2 out of 10, which IMDb blah, you know IMDb is not cri- it's not movie critics rating. It's like users like you and I. So it's every it's your average person's opinion of the movie. I personally gave it a 6.8 out of 10 because it was good. It was good. I I left entertained. The plot was, you know, it was weird, but the original Space Jam movie wasn't, the plot wasn't on some deep stuff either. It wasn't like Tenet or Inception, you know, it was just a kid's movie. So it was thoroughly, I was thoroughly enjoyed. I was immersed in the world. I was right there along with LeBron trying to figure out how he's going to save his son. I was right there along with Dom trying to figure out, how to get it how to get LeBron his father to love him I was just right there in there so it was good I I thoroughly enjoyed myself that's all I can say 6.8 for me 4.2 for IMDB I personally feel that's a lot it's really low it 4.2 is like boo-boo but this was not this was good this was not boo-boo it was really good <laughs> it was fairly enjoyable so go watch it for the nostalgia for the throwbacks for the pure entertainment and joy of seeing all these cameo appearances from all these different actors, it was good. It was worth the watch. It was good. Animation looked good. It was. I, I would give it. I would give it. I wouldn't give it a, a slow clap, but I would be like. I liked it. <laughs> be one of those like, how'd you like it? It was. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I wasn't mad at it at all. Um, like I said, the acting. Uh, LeBron is not an actor. He's a basketball player. Um, these some of these there were some actors and actresses in there, um, and they you know they did their part trying to act and hold the movie together. But for everybody else who was either new like their young stars or their people like LeBron and some of the other basketball players they had in there who don't act, um, yeah the acting was a little stale. It was a little cheesy on the acting front um but you know lebron is a basketball player and a a billionaire not an actor so we can't hold him to the same standard we would leonardo DiCaprio, and uh what's his name john michael no yeah john michael john michael washington john david washington thank you we can't hold him to the same standard you know like they're not they're not that's not the same so we can't hold him to the same standard but overall the plot line was was interesting and it was a little bit. It was better than the first one. The first one it was about. Um, let me just. I'll just briefly read the plot summary for the first one for people who don't remember. So, Space Jam. The original Space Jam came out in 1996. It says Michael Jordan is enlisted by the Looney Tunes to help them win a basketball game against a group of aliens who intended to enslave them and use them as attractions for their theme park. So, in the original movie the Looney Tunes, Buzz Bunny and all the all those characters, they get they're like, Michael, we need you to help us, please. In this movie, LeBron has to go and find people to help him and he's like he lands in Toonville, Looney Toonville or whatever they call it. He lands in the Looney Tune realm of Warner Brothers and he's like, Bugs, you have to help me So it was like a it was like a role reversal. And so yeah, you know, that that kinda of fed the nostalgia. Um yeah, the animations the characters you know considering their cartoons they looked pretty good the cgi scenes were pretty good considering you know this is not you're not looking for it you weren't you weren't expecting it to be realistic they are cartoons made to appear in the real world you know obviously it's not going to be it's not going to be you know uh it's not going to be like watching an avengers movie you know it's they looked fake but they looked but considering they didn't look like terribly like this is just awkwardly fake like they that you could tell that they tried and so I appreciated that um yeah it was good enough it was decent enough so overall it was good overall I thoroughly enjoyed it overall go watch it for yourself if you have not already it is on HBO Max I think you have until, they usually give it like 30 days from when it comes out to when it, they take it off of the streaming. So, go ahead and watch it if you haven't already. It was worth it. Um, actually, by the time this movie comes out, or this video comes out, I don't know if it's going to be on there or not. So, if it's not, then I'm sorry you missed your, you missed out. But, if it is still on there, go watch it. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much all I have for the movie review portion of this episode. Um, I I did have a a good couple of verses that I wanted to reference for the word portion of this episode. So we're going to jump into that now. So the first lesson that I felt like you could take away from Space Jam to a new legacy was do you. That's it. Do you. That's it. No more, no less. Period. And I said that you cannot let other people's perspectives of you define you and your reality. So we had in the movie, we had Dom, like I said, LeBron's son. He was like, what, 12, 13, 14, preteen to teen. Um, And he enjoyed gaming and building video games more than he did playing basketball. And so Dom was really good at gaming and really good at building video games. Like he had actually built a basketball video game with some of the and like he had um, incorporated some of his father's moves, as well as some of the other basketball players, star NBA players um, and WNBA players, moves into the game. So he was really good. He was like a boy genius. He was really good at what he did. But because LeBron was like, "You don't, you're not good enough. You're not as good in basketball as you need to be to make it to the NBA," at this point in your life, he saw his son as like a slacker. Um, like he wasn't trying hard enough. And Dom felt that. He felt that energy. He's like, my father looks at me and thinks I don't do. Am I good enough? I don't do. Am I doing what he wants me to do? I don't measure up. And so it's like, you can't let Dom had to kind of get to that point where he couldn't let his he couldn't let LeBron's perspective of him define his reality. Just because that's what you think I should be doing doesn't mean that's what I'm, that's what I know whether I should do it or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because that's what you think, that's how you see life, your, your vision, your perspective is not the only perspective. And your perspective does not have to influence how I see myself. And nor should it influence how how I see myself. And so, yeah, so I said Dom was really good at what he did. He was really good at gaming, building video games. But because LeBron could not see, nor could he understand, that Dom didn't want to play basketball at the same level that he did, he made Dom feel inadequate. When in reality, Dom was superior in his place. Dom was superior in building video games and gaming. That's where Dom was superior. He wasn't superior in basketball, but he didn't want to be superior in basketball. So he wasn't letting anybody down, except for he was LeBron was letting himself down, essentially. But... Yeah, so he was superior when it came to building video games. So like I said, the number one lesson is do you. And that's it. And I had two verses that I wanted to reference. Two, uh, not verses, two passages. The first one is Matthew 7 verses 1 through 5. And I'm reading out of the NLT today. You know how we do. So Matthew 7 verses 1 through 5. It says, do not judge others and you will not be judged. For you will be treated as you treat others the standard in which in which you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged and why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own how can you think how can you think of saying to your friend let me help you get rid of the speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye hypocrite first get rid of the log in your own eye then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye so that's one that's a verse that we all know very well you know don't judge other people check yourself before you wreck yourself check yourself before you try to check me kind of thing you gotta check your heart before you start trying to judge other people that's what LeBron had LeBron had to do towards the end of the movies when he realized I've been putting my expectations on my son and that's not what he wanted to do and so LeBron came to that realization of I need to let my son do what he wants to do and do what he excels in let him excel in what he excels in as opposed to trying to force him into this mold instead of trying to judge him for not measuring up to how i see how i think he should do it he's like i'm gonna just let my son do what he needs to do i need to check my heart first before i start making him feel inadequate i need to check myself like why do i feel like he has to do these things you know and so lebron kind of came to that point towards the end of the movie so that was growth and you know lebron was obviously the star so he was the character who went through the the growth levels that the star characters go through in movies at least they should have it's a good movie but yeah another uh passage i want to read that kind of has the whole do you that's it lesson theme if you will is in daniel daniel chapter 6 this one's a little bit longer it is verses 1 through 11 uh, it says darius the me decided to give no decided to divide the kingdom into 120 province provinces and he appointed a high officer to rule over each province The king also chose Daniel and two others as administrators to supervise the high officials and protect the king's interest. Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king made plans to place him over the entire empire. empire. It says, then the other administrators and high officials began searching for some fault in the way Daniel was handling government affairs, but they could not find anything to criticize or condemn. He was faithful, always responsible, and completely trustworthy. So they concluded, our only chance of finding grounds for accusing Daniel will be in connection with the rules of his religion. So the administrators and the high officials went to the king and said, Long live King Darius. We are all in agreement. We administrators, officials, high officers, advisors, and make a law that will be strictly enforced. Give orders that for the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone, divine or human, except to you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of lions. And now, your majesty, issue and sign this law so it cannot be changed. An official law of the Medes and Persians that cannot be revoked. So King Darius signed the law. But when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home and knelt down as usual in his upstairs room. With his uh, with his window open towards Jerusalem, he prayed three times a day, just as he had always done, giving thanks to to God, to his God. Then the officials went together to Daniel's house and found him praying and asking for God's help. The rest of that story, um, talks you know, is when Daniel was thrown to the thrown into the lion's den, and God shuts the mouth of the lions. And so that next day, when King Darius comes to see if Daniel's okay. Daniel's just chilling in there with the big cats you know he's just chilling um and then that's when the king is like you evil high officials and officers i'm throwing y'all you and your whole families, in the lion's den and then the lion suddenly their mouth was open again and they got got so but daniel was fine so that that's the point Dan, god cl- ooh, god closed the mouth of the lions um and Daniel responded in faithfulness, despite what people said about him, despite what people tried to do to make him look guilty. Daniel said, I'm going to do me. You do you. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like Daniel was not going to Daniel was not easily swayed. He did not let these high, these high officials, these administrators, these governors, all these people who had some had a bone to pick with him. He didn't let their perspective of him, the way they, the, the way they thought he should act, or the way they thought he should do things, they didn't just because they didn't like him, they didn't let he or Daniel did not let them their, the way they saw him, the way they saw his life, their perspective of him alter his reality in one of the slightest bits. Like it legit said, after he, after, when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home and knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with its windows open towards Jerusalem. He prayed three times a day, just that he had always done, giving thanks to his God. Daniel was Daniel really was like, I'm not finna change for you. <laughs> I'm not finna change my reality because you have a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, if it's gonna be for the good, change change is good if you're growing, if you're trying to become a better person. But Daniel was like, I'm praying three times a day. I'm worshiping God. That's it. I handle my business. I, it said he was well respected or something like that. What did it say? It says he was faithful, always responsible, and completely trustworthy. So Daniel was handling his business. Daniel was doing what he needed to do and excelling in what he needed to do. And because someone has a problem with him, and the way and how they saw how he should act, they were like, Oh, oh, this is wrong. This is all wrong. We gotta find a way to make make him make him, make, make him make a misstep. And even then, Daniel was like, You tried, you failed. As people say, you played yourself. <laughs> so that kind of those two verses to me kinda or those two passages to me kind of connect to the whole idea of do you when it comes to not judging others. First, you got to check yourself before you try to nitpick about everybody else. So do you, handle you first. And then when it comes to Daniel and the lion's den, when they tried to build, when they were like, Daniel's not doing things the way we want him to be doing things. He was like, I'm going to do me and I'm going to let you do you. And we're going to see he's right or wrong at the end of the day. And we saw Daniel, Daniel walked out of the lion's den alive. The other people got thrown in and that was the end of the story. So, yeah, do you, work on you, don't, don't be so judgmental, and anybody who knows me knows that when I do these episodes, that's why I'm like, I'm looking at myself, I'm talking to myself, I need to make sure that I'm checking my heart before I start pointing at other people, I need to make sure that I am not letting my perspective of somebody else I'm not imposing my, my perspective of somebody else on them to, like, make them feel inadequate. I'm like, no, 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 no. You do you. Obviously, there's always room for growth. Always try to grow and become your best self. That's always something. That is always something we should be striving for is growth, personal growth. But when it comes to, like, how people how, don't let you just can't you just can't let you can't be judgmental and you can't let other people's judgments of you define your reality. So that's, that's lesson number one. Lesson number two, work in your anointing. And that sounds real churchy and it's supposed to work in your anointing. You won't be great at everything. You know, we know, I know, I am not great at everything. But God has given you the affinity for some things and the ability to master those things. So you won't, you will not be great in everything, but God has given you the affinity for some things and the ability to master those things he's given you the affinity for. It says, Dom was good at basketball, but he was great at building video games. Right? Hold that thought. We're going to go to 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Yeah. It says, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 says, By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. God has given you everything you need to live a godly life. God has given you the ability and the affinity to master certain things that you will be great at. So work on the things that you're great at. Obviously. It's not wrong trying to expand your skill set. But, you know, when you think about the parable of the talents, how a lot of people often think about that story is what has God given you that you're good at, that you can handle? What are your assignments for today? What are your talents for today? What are you good at? Are you good at singing? Are you good at leadership? Are you good at encouraging? You know, what are you good at that you can use for the glory of God, that you can multiply for the glory of God? Work in your anointing, where you have been given a a special grace for. That's where you need to be, that's where you need to be minding your business the most. And then also, I also said, so I don't think that, so this whole, the verse that God has given you um, everything you need for life and godliness. I don't think that this means that everything we touch and do will become gold because that's just not true everything we touch and everything we do will not become we're not we do not have the Midas touch on everything we everything we lay our eyes on that's no however I do believe that everything we touch that we have been graced for will be golden so everything that you touch everything like if I'm like ooh, I want to sing I can hold a note but we ain't out here making no record deals you know what I'm saying like that's not I wasn't given the grace for that Ah, I have a guitar over it right here. I have a guitar. I want to become a good, gu- I want to know how to play guitar. I want to be a guitarist, a musician. <laughs> I want to be on the stage singing and strumming the pain with my fingers. I was not given the grace to sing and play, especially at the same time, but to play the guitar like that. Granted, that's a skill that I could grow in. I could grow in that skill, but it's still not, like, I don't have an affinity for it. Like, I don't, some people can just pick up a guitar and just go. And having not, having very little uh, training in it, they can just do it by, you know, by ear. That's not me. No. No. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, like when it comes to writing or drawing, no. Stick figures. You know, I like drawing boxes because it's easy. You know, when you draw, like, cubes or, you know. 3d objects i can do that don't ask me to sketch a person oh no 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 don't do that you know what i'm saying don't don't ask for a painting it's gonna be one of those uh what's it called i don't remember the word but it's like you have to use your imagination to see what you can figure it out like you have to look at it and be like oh, i see i get a sense of anxiety from it and i'm like really it's just a it's a circle it's a red circle but whatever That's me. You know what I'm saying? I don't have an affinity for those things. But I do have an affinity for doing this, for podcasting. I do have an affinity for learning about science and biology. I love those things. I enjoy those things. That is where I need to put my focus. That is where I will be successful with what I touch on those things, especially when it comes, like I said, with this podcast. I believe I'm successful at this podcast. Now, granted, success is how you look at it. I think I'm successful because I'm doing what God, what I feel like God has called me to do. However many people listen to it, that ain't got nothing to do with me, but I'm doing it. I feel like I'm successful at it. But, how you know, I'm like, because I like doing it and because I have an affinity for it, it's golden. But if I if it's something else, like painting, it's not going to work. Because I haven't been given the grace to be an artist on that level. I've been given a grace to be creative and artistic in another way. And that's completely fine. But the point is to work in your anointing. Work in what God has given you grace for. So I want to end with another verse. Philippians 2.3. It says. No. 2.13. I was going to say. Philippians 2.13. Says. Uh, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. So like I said, not everything we touch is going to be golden. We're not going to be good at everything, but God has given us the affinity and the ability to be great at some things and to master those things. And not everything we touch is going to be golden, but what we have been given a grace for, a divine grace for, will be golden. So just hold on to that. Like with Dom, he was good at basketball. But he was superior in building video games. And the fact that he was like 13, 14, and he had a whole video game. That's that's beyond me. That's superior in my book. When it comes to your average kid who, you know, is still struggling to get up in the morning on time. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like that's superior to me. Considering I ain't building no video games. So, Yeah. Lesson number one, do you mind your business, drink your water, handle your own self before you start trying to judge other people, before you start trying to put your perspective and your expectations on other people? Because that's something I had to learn when it comes to lesson number one. I cannot, and it's easier said than done. It's hard not to do. I catch myself doing it all the time, but I cannot put my expectations on somebody else. And then have the audacity to get upset. I do it way too much. I'm like, man, I don't know why they didn't do that. It's because you can't put, I can't, you cannot put your expectations on someone else. You just can't do it. You can't. So it's like, do you goes both ways. It's for you, don't let somebody tell you based on their limited perspective what you can and can't do. Don't let some, don't let how somebody sees something define you and define your reality. But on the back end of that, you don't tell don't you can't you can't force your perspective on somebody else. You can't force your expectations on somebody else. Rather, when I say the expectations, you can't force the expectations that you put on yourself on somebody else. Let me clarify that. How you would handle a situation doesn't always make it right. Just because I would do something, I can't expect you to do that same thing. Especially if it's uncommunicated. But I, just because I do something, I can't, ex- I cannot expect you to do that same thing. That's me putting my expectations on you. That's, cause that's how you would do it. So, that's wrong. And then, like I said, on the back is me. I can't do that. And for the other person, you don't need to let somebody do that. Don't put your expectations on me. I'm not you. Period. You do you. I'm going to do me. That's it. And remember lesson number two. Work in your anointing. God has given you a grace to do some of these, some things that are going to be great for the kingdom. Do those things. Focus on those things that you are good and that you are great at. Obviously, build and grow in your skill and mastery of these things and expand your your vocation. You know, learn how to play the guitar. Learn how to increase your vocal range. Learn how to do better video editing because we know this video editing sucks. Learn how to do better video editing and audio editing and all these things. But there's some things that you know you've been given an affinity for. Those are the things that you need to be truly mastering and focusing. Everything else is just icing on the cake, in my personal and humble opinion. Because I know you didn't ask, but I'm gonna give it to you anyway. Cause you came to the video and you stayed for the podcast. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna get you came for my opinion. Literally, it's a movie review, so you're gonna get in my opinion on everything. So yeah, that's me being real. <laughs> but that is all I have. For this movie review and this word, Uh, once again I did Space Jam 2, A New Legacy that had LeBron James in it. Overall, thoroughly enjoyed it. Overall, we got some good lessons, good points to kind of take away that connect on a spiritual level that you can kind of meditate on. And the next time, if you watch it for a second time, you can kind of be looking for those things as you uh, sit down and enjoy the movie. But that is all I have. So we're going to pray this out real quick and then we'll be out of here. So Heavenly Father, God, thank you, Lord, once again, just for the ability to come and talk about your word and just how you are so good and gracious to us. I pray all these things in your son Jesus' name, amen. So, yes, that is all that I have for you and for me. And until next time, drink your water and mind your business. Keep it simple and above all else, keep it 100% authentic you. Keep it real, baby, yes. Bye!